What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Born Again Biker Podcast. I'm your host, Mouthpiece. I'm the pastor of Victory Biker Church, Maine. This podcast is a place to discuss real, practical Christianity, biblical truth, and what it means for the motorcycle community. So hang on to your handlebars. Let's ride. Good morning, church. It is mouthpiece. That's right. It's Pastor Chris, and I am here this morning. You're listening to the Born Again Biker podcast. And I'll tell you, I love what God is showing me. You know, my, my wife, the missus, and I, we have been talking a lot lately about false teachers, false prophets, and God directed me right to that this morning uh, here while, while I'm reading my Bible and, and studying. Uh, I want you guys to turn to 1 Timothy chapter 4. Uh, we're going to read verse 1 through verse 10, uh, and then we're going to talk about it. So here's the deal. You know, we, in this day and age, we, we there's so much noise. There's been so much divide and so much misinformation. You know, we live in a world of misinformation now. And, you know, I, I listen to some of these celebrity pastors that you see on the TV or you see on the internet and these people that are making millions of dollars, um, and some that aren't, but there, you know, I use the celebrity pastors always as the example for this because they, they start to serve a different master. They start to serve the master of money and you can't serve both. But, you know, the, the, the false teaching, the false prophets, the ones that are teaching God's word and they're not teaching it correctly, they've got to answer for that. So I want to, let me throw my glasses on here because I'm old. So bear with me a second. And then we're going to read, uh, again, we're going to read 1 Timothy chapter 4 and we're going to read verse 1 through 10. And then we're going to talk about uh, false prophets. We're going to talk about being a good servant of Jesus Christ. Uh, so this is what Bible's got to say. Now, the Spirit explicitly says, in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons, through the hypocrisy of liars whose consciences are seared. They forbid marriage. And they demand abstinence from food that God has created and to be received with gratitude by those who believe and know the truth. For everything is created by God is good. And nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. Since it is sanctified by the word of God and by prayer. If you point these things out to, a bro to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus nourished by the words of your faith and by the good teachings that you have followed, but have nothing to do with the pointless and silly myths. Rather, train yourself in godliness, for the training of the body is, has a limited benefit, but godliness is beneficial in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. This saying is trustworthy and deserves all acceptance. For this reason, we labor and strive because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the savior of all people, especially of those who believe. All right, church. 
So let's let's dig through this. Let's um, let's mount up. Let's get into this. Let's take a look and see what it is that God is showing us. So right from the get-go, it says here, now the Spirit explicitly says in the latter times that some will depart from the faith, paying attention to the deceitful spirits and the teaching of demons. So it says here, the Spirit explicitly says, explicitly, that means clearly that, that, that the Holy Spirit is, is clearly saying that people are going to fall away because they're going to follow false teachings. They're going to follow teachings of people that are corrupt and people that have a spirit inside them that has something less to do with pointing people to God than it does pointing people to themselves. And the Bible even calls them the teachings of demons and hypocrisy and liars whose consciences are seared. So people that have allowed their hearts to be hardened, people that are I don't know, maybe not necessarily lying intentionally, but people that are looking to, to further themselves with the word of God instead of furthering the kingdom of God with the word, with the word of God. There's hypocrisy in their teachings. And what I mean by that is the hypocrisy is, you know, the, the people that are the do as I say, not as I do ministers, the people that are needing, you know, a $7 million jet to get out and preach the gospel when Jesus rode a donkey, you know, Jesus didn't need a $7 million jet, you know, people didn't, Jesus and his disciples didn't warp the word of God for personal gain. It was never, ever, ever about drawing attention to themselves. It was about drawing attention to Jesus Christ. And it was about drawing attention to the kingdom of God. And they use the example here, you know, people that are hypocrites that say that they forbid marriage. They demand abstinence from certain foods. And, you know, th this has been a hot topic for as long as I can remember in church of, you know, do you eat certain things? Do you not eat certain things? You know, Old Testament law says that we're not supposed to eat pork, but bacon is delicious. Uh, you know, it says that we're not supposed to eat certain things. But this right here, this scripture right here says we're not supposed to demand abstinence from foods that God created to be received with gratitude by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, since it is sanctified by the word of God and by prayer. Now, we can talk about physical food with that. We can talk that we are allowed to eat bacon, hallelujah. But we can also talk about the spiritual food that God gives us. There is nothing in this Bible that we aren't allowed to eat and let it nourish our souls, church. And it talks about that we should receive his, his nourishment with thanksgiving and we should, we sh it should be sanctified through this and, and by prayer. And you know what? You know, as God shows us things and as God reveals things to us, you know, there, there, there is prayer that comes along with that. You know, because we need to know and we need to make sure that it's it's God that's telling us and God that's showing us. And if it's not, if God is showing you something that's contrary, if I'm sorry, let me back that up. If God is showing you something in this word and your feelings are contrary 
to what this word says, your feelings are wrong. Understand that. God is 100% right all the time. His word is not, does not come back void. His word is not wrong. There is not a time in life where this word changes. And there have been, since the beginning of time, and since the beginning of Christianity, and since the beginning of, people have tried to warp the word of God for their own personal gain. And a lot of times that word has been manipulated as religion. And it is, you know, people have, people have made rules, man-made rules to follow God's word. People have made hundreds of rules to follow God's commands. I was having this discussion with somebody the other day about tattoos and they said, don't you know, I can't believe you keep getting tattoos, Pastor Chris. You know, you, you're, you know, that's a sin. Tattoos are not a sin. There was a, there was a simple rule in Leviticus that says that you should, that, that the Levitical priests should not mark up their bodies for the dead with pagan symbols. Because at the time, even the religious elite, the priests were, were starting to follow paganism. And that's what that rule was talking about. It's in context. It talks about certain people not doing certain things because it's against God's rulings. It's against the standards that God has put. It doesn't say tattoos that we, as we know them nowadays, it's talking about ritual cutting. Just saying. We'll go back on that tangent another day. We've talked about this already. We're, today, we are talking about false teachings. And we're going to talk about here in a second about being a good servant of Jesus Christ. False teachings are the things that go contrary to the word of God. You know, and it says here that you know, as we go into, you know, say verse six and on, you know, between verse six and verse 10, talking about being a good servant of Christ. If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good servant of Jesus, nourished by the words of faith and the good teachings that you have followed. We're talking about if you're pointing out things that are shown as false teaching you're going to be a good servant of Jesus Christ. It says here in verse 7, but have nothing to do with pointless and silly myths. This is the stuff that drives me nuts, church. It's the man-made rules and regulations that Jesus Christ did not say that, we, that we're supposed to be following. It's the junk that we as human beings have said, you know what, we're going to improve on what Jesus did. We're going to interpret it a different way than Jesus meant for it to be interpreted. Have nothing to do with pointless and silly myths. Rather, train yourself in godliness. Godliness is not an outward image. And I could care less what the church says about that. And when I say church, I'm talking about the bigger church. Godliness is not the outward image. Because you can clean up your outward image, you can look a certain way, you can dress a certain way, you can make sure you have no tattoos. But if your heart is not pure and you have not allowed your heart to be circumcised, you do not understand godliness. 
It says here, rather train yourself in godliness. Look at Jesus's example, church. Train yourself, discipline yourself to live like Jesus lived. That's the godly example. That's the godly example. And it says here, if, if we reason and we labor and we strive because we put our hope in one living God who is the savior of all people, especially for those who believe. And you know what? You know, we, it, we have to trust and put all of our faith in Jesus. And if you say you're putting your faith in Jesus and you're not trying to live like Jesus, I'm sorry. We go back here again and we start talking about hypocrisy. You're a hypocrite. You, you would be a hypocrite. So church, beware of false teachers. Beware of false teachers. You know, we're going to have a lot more teaching about false teaching and false prophets. And, you know, the missus, you know, her and I have been talking about that. And she is very passionate about this. And I hopefully... Uh, in in the coming weeks and months, you will start to hear some of the teachings from her about false teaching and false prophet and and trusting in the wrong information. Uh, but I challenge you to be a good servant of Jesus Christ. As we're talking to people and we're telling them, beware, beware of what false teachers are teaching. Beware of who you're listening to and what information you're getting. And if you're not studying out for yourself, man, you are missing the point and you're missing out on this. So I'm going to challenge you guys. Be a good servant of Jesus. Put your full and complete trust in Jesus Christ and live after his example. Because that's what I'm trying to do. And that's the example I want to set for all of you guys. So until tomorrow, be a servant, live like Jesus, beware of false teaching. I love you guys. Be blessed. Have a great day.